Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. What's going on, everybody? All right. We're just going to jump right in today. I'm, I'm no, no lead in, no nothing else. We're just going to jump right in. Today, we are talking about some qualities that you need to have and some things you need to be doing to, to better connect with your clients. Now, I mentioned this a, a few podcasts ago um, in more of a rant style um, post or, or podcast. And it came off, at least in my opinion, as I was a little bit irritated. And that's true. And I stand by everything I said. I don't disagree. I'm not going back on anything I said. Um, but I want to I want to dive in a little bit deeper. So, just for context, a couple weeks ago, or well, actually, it was about a couple months ago, I had been reading a lot um, online and seeing a lot of trainers talk about being very empathetic with their clients, which I agree. Empathy is a huge thing, so don't don't take it wrong. And I think this is where maybe a little confusing last time. I wasn't saying you shouldn't be empathetic. What I was saying is, with showing empathy, that should give you insight to how to motivate your client properly. And I think that's where the disconnect I'm seeing a lot online is, is where we have a lot of people that are promoting that it's okay to do this and to do that or to not do this and not do that. And I understand that all well-intentioned in the, the sense of, hey, it's okay if you don't get this done today or it's okay if you didn't have you know, the perfect diet today. And that's all true. You, you can't beat yourself up every time you, you take one little small step. But you have to be careful when you're giving that advice. You also have to say in the same breath, but get back up and get back on the horse. And here's the model in which we are going to use to solve these problems so they don't happen again. Because at the end of the day, your clients are looking at you as the as their uh, their lifeline to, to help them with their fitness journey. And so you have that obligation to have their best interests in mind, not just to be their best friend in their in their comfort blanket. Which again, there's times you can do both. I'm certainly not saying you can't do both. And that's kind of what I wanted to clear up from last time. I, I don't know if I came off too one-sided, um, but I don't like the idea of allowing my clients to feel like anytime they mess up, it's okay as long as they just don't beat themselves up. Because, yeah, we don't want our clients to feel bad. We don't want to create negative um relationships with diet and exercise but we also as trainers not our clients as trainers we need to be cognizant of the fact that if they hired us they they need us for something they need us maybe for just to write the program they may need us to push them through the hard parts of the workout they may need us just for accountability or all the above nutrition advice ever anything there's something they need that they're not being able to do themselves and you have to be able to do that. Now, if you've established with your client that all you're there for, really, I mean, in, 
obviously you're there to write the programs and, and to help with everything. But if you are, the main purpose for you with your clients is just to be that cheerleader and that accountability factor, then you need to make sure that when you're cheering them on and pushing them and holding them accountable, you don't allow yourself to be too lenient when they have a mess up. So they're going to mess up. We mess up as trainers. We don't, we're not perfect. And we don't hold ourselves accountable or pardon me. We don't hold, we don't get mad at ourselves. We don't get frustrated with ourselves and say, you know, dang it. Why'd you do that again? You know, we, we realize, okay, yeah, I, I ate a little bit too much this weekend or I drank too much this weekend or whatever the case may be. And we know how to fix it because that's what we do. Our clients don't in all aspects. Say some of them do, and some of them can do some of the things, but not all the things. But again, that's why they've hired us. So we cannot allow ourselves to be too lenient. Okay, I think that's the the, the general take home message is being not being too lenient. You can be forgiving. You can teach them that one little screw up is not the end of the world by any stretch of the imagination, and to not beat themselves up that it's okay. But what's not okay is to let that be the prevailing idea in that, okay, well, I can mess up you know, here and there. Now, I'm going to relate this to, just, just to paint a picture here, I know some friends um, that uh, claim to be, you know, uh, religious, claim to be, you know, having good faith, um, but they typically feel like they can do whatever they want as long as they you know, pray and say, I'm sorry, and it won't happen again, and here's what I'll do. You know, they have this this idea that as long as they, at the end of the day, say they're sorry, that it's okay. So they can live the life the way they want to live, and then they sleep well at night because they said, well, hey, God, I'm sorry. My bad. I'll do better. And I don't, that's just my personal view. I don't think that that's how it works, but that's not for this podcast. It's not a uh, a religious themed podcast. I'm just painting the picture that some people are promoting, hey, it's okay if you had a bad day here. It's okay if you had a bad day here. Don't worry about it. Don't stress yourself out. Don't do that. Don't worry about it. Just, you know, do the best you can and, and, and move forward. Okay. So they're telling their client that it's okay not to be mad and to move forward. But then I feel like the advice online is not then telling them how to move forward. And not make those same mistakes. Because we can we can all agree that it was a mistake. We can all agree that you messed up. That you got off your plan. And that messing up is not good. It's not the end of the world. But it's not good. It's just like if you're at work. And you um, turn in uh, some subpar report. Or you, know, you didn't get your payroll done on time. Or you, know, you make a mistake. Your boss will tell you, hey, you made a mistake. Don't let it happen again. You're not fired. You're not off the team. You're not you know, going to get docked pay necessarily, depending on what you do. But you're going to get reprimanded. Now, they might do it in a nice way to make you not feel like, like, hey, look, I know you had a really crazy week last week, and that's why your report was a little bit late. But, hey, we got to have it in on time or else you know, it affects this, it affects this, and it affects this. And I think that's where we need to really connect the dots with our clients when we're trying to be empathetic with our clients, which we should be. We need to then 
be able in the same breath at the same time that we're showing um, that we understand what they're going through and we understand that it's hard, uh, but we do have a path to the you know, finish line, so to speak. And I think there's a, a good um, story, uh, and, and I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to read the story uh, fully, but I'm going to um, kind of refer to a book I've been reading called God Has Never Failed Me. Again, uh, this has nothing to do with religion. Um, uh, the book does, but th this passage doesn't. It's just something that, that stuck out. Um, Vince Lombardi, the, the football coach, was talking, uh, you know, it being interviewed for, for the book Iacocca, written by Lee Iacocca, about, you know, like what, what it, what it, what's involved in making a winning team? Like what makes the team a winner? Because there's a lot of qualified coaches out there. There's a lot of people that know their X's and O's and know what to do. But Lombardi said it's about, um, making sure that you care about your players and so again there's that that show of empathy right that i care and that the players care about each other and that's where you as the coach or the in this case the fitness professional have to make those dots so you can say look i care and i understand that you're going through a hard time but if you continue to do this behavior a you're not going to get to your goal but b here's where it can be a problem and again, this goes back to that health belief model I've talked about a million times. And in Vince Lombardi's quote, he talks about how the players understand this or what he tells the players is, look, if you don't make your block, then, you know, the guy behind you running the ball might get hurt. Not only do, not only will he be tackled and maybe not get a, a gain in yardage, but he might also get hurt. So there's motivation because I care not only about getting a first down, but I also care about that person. And I don't want that person to get hurt. So I've got to do my job. And he's got to do his job as well. And he can't do his job if I don't do my job. So again, it all links together. So we go back to working with our clients. Hey, you had a bad day. You ate too much over the weekend or you didn't get enough sleep or whatever. I totally get it, man. Work, life, family it can all be really hard to deal with understandable don't beat yourself up it's okay however you have to realize that you know this was a week or a bad day bad month whatever okay and here's how we're going to move forward and here's why we really need to make sure that we do move forward and not make these same mistakes again uh you know you can cite health reasons you can cite they're they're not going to reach their goals whatever whatever it is that they're reaching for you tie it back into that and I think, again, so what I see online a lot of people saying is just putting the information out there. Hey, don't beat yourself up. It's okay. You know, they're linking it to body image. You don't have to be this, you know, runway model or this big, huge jack dude to A, be healthy or B, be attractive or C, um, have some self-worth. And I totally, I totally understand that and I totally get it and I totally um, back that thought 100%. But... I think, and again, my podcast here has always been to help people, help coaches be better coaches. And I think those messages that people are putting out there are good, important messages to make because I do know a lot of people stress about a lot of those things. But anytime you give advice, I think you also have to give a solution as well. Now, 
that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you have to shame them or saying, look, you did a bad job. Let me tell you how to fix it. I know what I'm doing and I'll fix your problem. No, you can approach it as, you know, that trans theoretical model, trans theoretical model that we use where we identify what the problem is and then we come up with a solution so that the next time you run into that problem, you already have systems in place to avoid that same problem. Right? And so in this scenario, if I'm going to be working with someone and they've had a rough patch or they've gotten off track a little bit, I can understand, I can show some empathy and you know let them know that I understand that it is hard and that they are working hard and that they should not feel bad about themselves because this is not an easy thing to do. And you know what? That was I understand it was a bad weekend for X, Y, and Z, and here's how we're gonna not run into these same problems, X, Y, and Z, the next time this situation arises. And then every time they do run into those problems and they successfully navigate through, that self-efficacy goes up and generally speaking, their self-esteem, although it's not directly tied to it, indirectly, um, but their confidence and their their thought ability of themselves uh, goes up and, you know, generally they get closer to their goal, which is, which is what we want, right? So I guess that what I'm trying to get at is we need to give full um, advice. We need to give full, um, not just advice, but I guess complete the circle might be the best way to look at it. We can show the empathy, but then we have to back it up with uh, a good sound plan to not run into these problems again. We need to recognize that they are problems. We need to recognize that these aren't good outcomes, but just because you had one bad day or one bad month or whatever, it doesn't mean you're totally worthless and it doesn't mean that you're totally uh, screwed in reaching your goal. It may be delayed a little bit. There may be some issues and problems along the way, but we can still get there. And so if you are a fitness influencer, if you are someone that's out there putting out information and you want your clients to know that it is okay if they have bad days or it is okay uh, to not hit every goal every single day or you're going to have bad days or don't be don't hold yourself um, uh, in comparison to other people's success or bodies or whatever. That's a great message to put out there as trainers. And I think that's that's very important for our clients to understand. But it also has to coincide with advice that says, here's how I'm going to help you. And here's why helping you through this situation is very important because a lot of trainers that I'm seeing out there will say, you know, DM me for more information or, you know, let me show you how I can help you. And it, and it does seem like, again, if you are trying to get your, uh, you know, someone who's struggling out there, oh, maybe they have an answer. I'll, I'll go get them. I'll go DM them and, and find out. But you, what you have to realize is that a lot of those people are not necessarily going to take that step. They still could be scared to take that step. So you're doing the right thing. You're going in the right direction. I think just to complete the circle and to really make an impact, go ahead and give that information out. Go ahead and put it out there. I mean, I've done now 123 episodes of this, giving out a lot of the tips and tricks that Chelsea and I use. And I know I've said this before, but a lot of people say, hey, you shouldn't spill all your beans there because... What's going to stop someone next door from, you know, opening up a gym, doing everything you're doing and taking over your, your business. 
Well, A, it's, it's a free market. If they want to do that, go for it. That's fine. Um, that's more health you know, opportunities for the people in the community. So how's that a bad thing, right? And if I've influenced someone else, even if they don't give me direct credit for it, so be it. That's fine. Imitation is the best form of flattery, right? And so getting getting back to one last little detail about all this and, and how to kind of put it all together, um, you also as a coach have to understand when it's important or when it's appropriate to try to improve someone's, like say technique, or just build them up and get them in the right mindset, right? Because we tell them about all the time, we need to get our clients in the right mindset. And I've said this in another podcast as well about what does that mean to get in the right mindset? And I gave the steps of how to get in the right mindset. Again, I never want to leave anyone listening to my podcast and, and not knowing how to go do what I just told them they should or could be doing. Um, so in this case, when you recognize someone's having a hard time and they've gone through a bad week or a bad month, what, whether it's nutritionally or just sleep or their exercise, they haven't been committed, they've been skipping exercise for work or other, other things, um, not putting it in a priority, um, you know, we can harp on technique, we can harp on you know, how to do this. And obviously form, you know, teaching form is that's, that's a no brainer. What I'm getting at is, you know, at, at some point we need to realize that what's most beneficial at this time is to get them in the right headspace. And if we get them in the right headspace, then they're going to work hard for us in the gym and push hard, get the intensity of do the exercise the way we want. So they get the training benefit that we want them to get. And again, Telling your clients that, telling your audience, if you're an online influencer or, or online trainer, telling your audience that that's what I want to do, being open and transparent about how you're going to go about doing it goes a long way. And again, it may seem like you're too, you're giving too much out, too much information out, and people can just take it and go, but they're going to keep coming back to you as a resource because you're giving them all this great information. And let me give you a couple good examples of this. Um, Andy Frisilla, uh, the he had a podcast, um, the MF CEO, and uh, he, it's still up. You can go still go listen to it. But he gave out loads of good information for free. He never never had paid ads, and it was all for you know for free. He just wanted you to mention it to someone. So here I am mentioning it, I'm trying to do my part because I got a lot of benefit out of his podcast. Um, he's got a new one, Real AF, um, and I, it's it's equally as good. I listen to it as well. Um, the thought is, though, that's a person who's highly successful in in business, and in, in regards of what the business is, he's got first form supplements, but that's not important. It's it's he's a successful businessman. And he's giving out business secrets, tips, tricks, things he did that don't work anymore, things that you know were great back in 2012 from a digital marketing standpoint that don't work anymore. You know, we, how, how many of us have seen all of the you know click funnel ads for whatever business you're in? I mean, if you're in a any kind of business, uh, you know, lead generation is huge, right? That's pretty much the end all be all for for any business. You got to have clients. How many different click funnel 
gurus are there out there and the ads are all the same right because it works for some person and it's you know i guess we could say clever and effective in the beginning but then everyone does the same thing and then they all look the same and then they just kind of becomes a living meme right so you need to be innovative uh, you need to be authentic. And so when you are working with someone, you know when to build them up versus when to try to uh, harp on them about eating better. In other words, if they come in and they've had a bad day or a bad week, we'll say, with, with nutrition, rather than say, remember, you know, I told you to eat X, Y, and Z and and have this many calories and do this and do that. Remember, I told you that. I told you what to do, so you know what to do. Yeah, because they need to do that to improve their diet, right? But what they need at that point is not just, hey, it's okay, don't worry about it, you're fine. You need to be reminding them of all the good things they have done. All the good things that they have been working really hard on and have succeeded with. And so yes, this nutrition thing is the one thing maybe that they haven't quite done as well with. And that's okay for now. But we need to realize you got there with these other things. So you can get there too with your nutrition and here's how. So don't leave them hanging. In other words, the clickbait type posts that you put out there that say, it's okay to do this. It's okay if you forget this. It's okay if you get off track. That's all fine. The message is okay as long as you are following up with how to not do that again, how to not get continually in that trap. Because again, they are paying you as their coach, trainer, mentor, whatever, to help them out of a situation that they've gotten into and they need your help in some capacity or another. All right, I hope that helped. And we'll see you on the next one. Have a great day.